Hey, I'm Trey Cal, the Socialist Barista. And I'm Trey Dex. And welcome to the Socialist Barista Podcast. Today we're changing things up a little bit. And as we've said before, not only are we talking to coffee professionals, but we're going to be talking to home brewers. And most importantly, we're going to be talking to Custies. So today we actually have two coffee shop Custies, Lauren Edgel and Olivia Vinson. And we're very excited to have them on the show. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Socialist Barista. And uh, don't forget to review and rate wherever you listen to this podcast, whether that's iTunes or Spotify. Yeah, this is the Socialist Barista Podcast. So real quick, before we get started, uh, I just have a couple of shout-outs I want to give to some people. So yesterday I met Alex Zimmerman from Remedy Coffee in Knoxville, Tennessee. Also, I hope I didn't say your last name wrong. Uh, he had, he DM'd me on IG and was like, "Hey, I'm looking for some good coffee. Where do you work?" And so he came by the shop, made him some espresso, met some of his crew, and talked with him a little bit about coffee. So it was just really cool to get to meet some dope coffee people in the industry. And uh, Alex, thanks for coming through. Um, also. Second shout out goes to John and Allie from Cultivator Coffee in Louisville, Kentucky. I met them yesterday as well, and they're pretty freaking rad. Uh, they came by, and we kind of were talking coffee. They have a mobile coffee cart that they're starting in Louisville, and it's also going to have like plants. So I guess they're going to be selling plants, or they are selling plants and slinging some spro. And it was just really cool to talk to them about coffee and community. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do in Louisville and seeing some more uh, coffee shops pop up in that area. So shout out to all y'all. And today on the show, we have Lauren and Olivia. What's up, y'all? Hello, hello. How are y'all? Pretty regular. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, <laughs> hi. Hey. <laughs> you can't see it right now, but they're both laughing. Like, they're really bashful right now. Because there's something interesting about these two guests, everybody. And it's because they're not baristas. They're not (laughs) home brewers. We got some bona fide custies. Just straight up custies. Here's the thing. I both love and hate the word custies because it's really close to the word crusties. And that gives me an icky feeling. Some of those custies are crusty. I'll tell you that. I mean, (laughs) they got some crusty custies. You get those old crusty customers. You know, I'm talking about like the old ones that are just like kind of rude and short. Give me a bold drip, boldest cup. And then they they throw their cash and chains onto the counter like it's a Wild West saloon. There's like, (laughs) give me some coffee. And they throw a dollar and a nickel and give me your boldest cup. Sorry, sir. It's actually uh, $3.18 for that (laughs) 10 ounce drip. It's like $3.18. I used to buy a whole coffee farm for that much price. <laughs> they're the guys. They're the guys that if they come in in a group, one of them always goes, "Don't this guy's money ain't no good here. Hey, no, don't accept this guy's money." Yeah, and they pull the cash out from like their like underneath their shirt, like it was just up against their skin. They didn't even have it in the wallet. They just no. Those I've are the that. old lady crusties. Yeah, <laughs> old and crusty they ladies. hand you their money, and you're like, "That's disgusting." <laughs> That has COVID written all over it. Probably. It's got something worse than COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. We're off to a real good start. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're we're hitting the ground running for sure. That's the way we do it here. So, Lauren, Olivia, what is your go-to coffee order in a coffee shop? I'm going to let Lauren go first on this one. I'm a regular drip girl. Partially because I'm just poor, and so... (laughs) I don't want to pay for a latte and I don't like milk, but also I feel like if a coffee shop can do drip right, 
then I trust it. Let's go, Lauren. That's fair. That is awesome. It's funny that you said that about like because I'm poor because like they have a drink called it's like not like a known drink usually, but it's called the poor man poor man's mocha. Like you just put mocha syrup in drip coffee. How I get have that. I never known about this. It's a very I I rarely have people order it, <laughs> you but know it's you're kind releasing of a, treat. a secret to the whole world right now on a podcast. It's true, but I mean, there's no milk in it, so it's not really like too there much of a poor man's. They're hiding okay. it. Yeah. It was like when I announced the cheater latte. Oh, uh, we were yeah. on to you. People were like writing it down, like, oh, snap. This is some good insider Using information. <laughs> what do you, what about what the cheater no, latte? No, it's is? a cheater latte. God, I, I explained it on another episode, but it's double shot over of espresso over ice. And then you go to the creamer station mm. and fill it all the way up with cream. Yeah. 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 It's horrible. Oh Don't do gosh. it. If you see it's somebody crime. do it, you slap them on the hand and just go, nay. Straight to jail, right away. Straight, straight <laughs> to jail, straight to jail, right away. Olivia, what's your go-to coffee order? See, the thing is, is that it changes quite frequently. This is true. I can attest to this. As both trays are usually the barista that I order from on a daily basis. <laughs> they both so. know. Um, I, I've kind of evolved over the years. It's kind of interesting. Like I started out in college when I went to college, I didn't like coffee. And then when you go to college, you understand it as a necessity. And so then I started getting into chai. So chai was like my gateway drug, right? Mm. I was like, okay, I can can get down with this flavor. It's sweet. It's good. good um, and then I was like, oh, like maybe I can do mochas. And then I started doing like cinnamon dolce lattes at starbucks wow. and i felt like i was super cool ordering like cinnamon dolce lattes it because it's a cool. secret secret item menu or mm-hmm. secret menu item Air yes for reals and so <laughs> i thought i was just yeah the coolest at so starbucks. then <laughs> but now usually i like lean either towards a latte or um a mocha but the other day i did order and <laughs> I ordered an espresso and mm-hmm. Trey Cow looked at me and he's like, you're sure you want an espresso, right? And he like asked me like 30 times. He's like, you know what it is, right? Like it's going to be a small amount and it's just espresso. And I'm like, yeah, Trey, I know. We're good friends. <laughs> so like I wouldn't usually ask any other customer. I wouldn't like assume they don't want espresso if they order it usually. <laughs> but like for what I've made for Olivia in the past few years, I was just like, this has never been one of those orders. So, <laughs> no. gotta look out, gotta look out for your out. friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that that's kind of your story or yeah, that's journey in the evolution. coffee? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What What about you, Lauren? What's your kind of like? Do you have like a journey in the coffee at all? Um, I mean, I definitely started in like high school with the hazelnut creamer in my parents' Folgers mm. on the way to. Good, I'll take mm, that to school. Um, <laughs> for sure. Um. Kind of a similar thing, I guess, in college, um, it felt like going to the coffee shop on campus was the thing that cool people Mm -hmm. did. And uh, Olivia and I went to a really small school where, like, you couldn't do anything on campus. Yeah, Like, if you were trying to focus at all, it just was not possible. And so I started in college driving half an hour into Lexington to go to coffee shops just so I could, like be alone and oh, yeah. actually do my homework tons of people home will more mm, oh yeah in the coffee shops and lex that's for Holy sure cow. and then i think it just kind of evolved from there i do think uh the drip coffee thing happened because i did whole 30 once and decided that i didn't like did you just low-key flex <laughs> <laughs> i didn't like cream in my coffee anymore once you 
I feel like if you do like a week without it, you don't really need it anymore. So yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's dope. Well, um, so what we're gonna do is a little thing we call sip the drip. Ooh, gonna, with custies. I'm gonna brew a uh, secret <laughs> pour over, air quote secret, like so Starbucks sure. menu secret. Oh. And uh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna serve down. it to you guys, and we're gonna sip the drip. Oh, with All a right. custies. That sound good. Let's do it. Custies. So while we do that, we're actually also going to let you guys ask us baristas questions you've always wanted to ask. Mm. So hit us with your questions, custies. All right, Lauren, I think you should also go first again. (laughs) All right. So this is a question that I, um, we talked about it a little bit on the way here and I am so excited for the answer. (laughs) So I want to know, is free coffee always flirting? Like, if you give me a free coffee, is it always a symbol that there's something deeper? Or is it just <laughs> is like... There something deeper? Or is it just like, you know, sometimes you have like a niceness quota and you're trying to meet right. it. You Here's know? the deal. So I'm probably... I mean, this is just me. Mm. So um, my whole entire barista career, I have never been married ever. <laughs> so I can speak a little more into this probably can Trey can. Your first drink you get from a barista is not signified as a flirt. Mm. Your second one in a row (laughs) is most likely not saying 100%, but sus. Acting a little (laughs) sus. That's what I think. And if you keep getting free coffee after that, uh, yeah, I think it's a little. It's definitely after two. I mean, mean, because here's the deal. Us as baristas, we don't. We don't give free drinks unless there's a real reason to, not even to like friends. Yeah. So you're usually doing a free drink for somebody you're trying to get to come back. Interesting. Because you want to keep that going. That's just me. It Mm. it is interesting because for me, it's been shop to shop. Like some shops, I can only get a 50% off for people like that were family uh, when I was working there or if I went in on my time off. Right. Um, but I could have as like well, technically they said just one drink, but sometimes I'd have more than one drink. But um, <laughs> but like when I worked at Barista Social, like people just gave out drinks left and right all the time. Yeah, and so. I would sometimes give out drinks to people I knew for free. Like I'm pretty sure I gave you some free drip before there. Yeah. And so in my head, I'm thinking like you know, if you get a free drink every once in a while, yeah, maybe nothing to be sus about. But yeah. Two in a row. But <laughs> interesting Yikes. you said about the quota because there are I have heard of some shops that do that. Like I think I think it was Cat and Cloud, um, in California. They have like a certain amount of uh like kind of quote unquote funds. Like every barista has a certain amount of uh like say like I don't know what it was, say it's like ten dollars. Like you have ten dollars worth of free drinks to mm-hmm. give to people. I think there's like that you could use it for yourself or you could use it for others, but like it was more to use it for others. I think that's what it was. Or they were talking about another shop on their podcast. But that's interesting. It was kind of cool. I was like, that's kind of neat. Like, that's right. The thought yeah, of like, like oh man, like 10, 10 like I basically have the ability to give like three or four people like bless them with a free drink. I love that. At some point. That's I think pretty that's rad. Cool. When so, you have the money to do that, that's I cool. guess it depends. Shop to shop for the most part. But, well, I'm going to hold you guys to that next time. I guess. Hey, I need a friendly discount. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. Olivia, hit us. All right. All right. Let me pull them up. Okay. What is the best thing a customer can do other than leave a great tip? Like, bring snacks. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you? banana bread. You leave. <laughs> I think we talked about this last week. You leave a treat or you bring food to a barista. Mm. You are forever like their favorite. <laughs> That's true. But in the small form like tip to me, it's like he I think he said it last week is putting your dishes in the dish bin is just like mm, huge, yeah. way bigger than you think. But it's mm. like when you just take your dishes, put them in a dish bin or at least go up and go, hey, where do I put these? Not go, mm. do I leave these here? Just be like, <laughs> hey, where do I put these? I love it when a customer asks and I love telling them it's in that black dish bin right there. Like because I the reason I like that is because. That's first off showing that the customer's pumped about the experience and wants to make our make sure our lives are fluid and we have a system that we're using. Mm. That's really nice. But that's just me. Uh, I agreed with you when you said that last week. Yeah. I also think like I do this when I go to Manchester sometimes. <coughs> I understand the struggle of taking a dish bin that's full of weirdly stacked mugs and saucers. Mm. So like if I like sometimes when I would go to Manchester, I would re- literally reorganize their dish bin, their dirty dish bin. <laughs> what a I'd stack all the saucers, <laughs> I stack all the mugs because I know like it's kind of hard sometimes to carry those up, them falling and possibly uh, breaking. Yeah. So like even that, which no customer really thinks about that, but I think bless your heart. I think also yeah. like Brisa's love to nerd out. So if you ask a question in the right setting, of course, if it's not busy, but if you ask a question mm-hmm. about the coffee, wanting to show that you want to know more, like. A lot of baristas, for the most part, will be like, "Oh heck yes," because they like we all have this like pinned up like knowledge in our head, mm-hmm. but nobody like cares or wants to ask. So we're all just kind of sitting there all the time, like, "Wow, nobody cares but me about this awesome Ethiopian espresso I have on today." Like they just want a latte with vanilla, right? Mm. All right, Lauren, hit it. Uh, do you guys have any good, fun customer prank stories? Oh, oh like man. pranks you've pulled on customers. Uh, that's a tough one. I've pulled a Have few. Have you ever spit in someone's <gasps> no. coffee? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. no. I've heard of that's people gross. doing that. Well, they're dumb. That's, that's so <laughs> gross. We messed up. I've pulled yeah, pranks on customers up. in the sense of they order something super annoying every time they come in. So all of the breezes knew to give them something else <laughs> and to make them happy. And they thought they were drinking what they ordered, but they never were. <laughs> there was one that always. Like came in and wanted this certain like style of drink that had all these sweets, all these crazy things in it, and got so angry at us every time we wouldn't serve it. But they persisted because in their heads they thought, and which we figured this out later. But they came in and asked for like a white chocolate mocha with something and something. We're like, we don't have that, and <laughs> we figured out later why she kept ordering it. And finally, we're like, yeah, we can do that for you. And all we would do was do caramel and mocha and she'd be like oh this tastes so good i'm like okay that's not exactly what you ordered uh but whatever and then the crazy thing is is she finally told us why she asked for it every single day and it was because she was like well i figured if i came in and ordered it every single day even though you didn't have it you would eventually wise up and finally like get it and we we're like oh my gosh jokes on you because we <laughs> never had it hey. did i just take all that coffee tray did i take the rest of the coffee did you pour yourself some Oh, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's not. I've been sipping on this coffee all week. We're doing we're doing uh, Sip the Drip, and I just took like all of the coffee. And you know what? We're keeping that part on the podcast because I feel bad. <laughs> this is what we call hashtag okay. being authentic. Uh, I, I haven't had any said. pranks, but my my equivalent of spitting in your drink is if in a rush, <laughs> I, I hear you, or you are rude to whoever's on register. Mm. And you ask for extra espresso, you're definitely not getting extra espresso. Oh, mm, good. 
other than that, I don't mess around too much with stuff. Okay. But. I okay. I have another question. Is that okay, Olivia? Yeah. Um, where do you stand when you're waiting for your drink? Like, what do you <laughs> anyway, do? So, so true. okay. So if there's uh, a this rush, this is a good custody question. This if there's is a, good a rush, and like I'm thinking about the shop right now and how I'm like, there's so much space. Where do I stand? Because I don't want to. I don't want to hover over you. Like I, as a customer, I want to send the message of like, it's okay that this takes time and I understand <laughs> and I'm just about to live here for the next four hours. So you take your time, you know, where yeah. do I, where do I go? I think anywhere that's just kind of an open space. Yeah. I think, I think for me, the best thing you do in a rush, there's like a fine line. So like, obviously in a, in a rush setting, you don't need to be right on top of the counter where the drink's going to pop up yeah, that's because annoying. you're obviously not going to be the next one to get a drink. Yeah. If mm-hmm. there's like, you know, 10 people already waiting in that area. Um, but also don't be in Timbuktu. Like, <laughs> like sometimes at our current shop, be aware. People will go outside in the middle of a rush. They'll go outside and sit on the outdoor seating. And it's mm. just like, why? Yeah. And like, you don't have your beverage yet. Like, <laughs> we're not organized at this shop to take, to, we don't have any drink runners. So like mm-hmm. we, we, we don't really have the capacity to take your drink all the way out there in the middle of a rush. But also we don't want to baby your drink for five, 10 minutes. That's just taking up space and having to call your drink repetitively. And then it's cold when you get it. We can't keep track of every person too. We won't ever, we don't, we don't always see every person getting their drink. But at the same time, if it's slow, I mean, honestly, I don't want to speak for all baristas, but sometimes, you know, we kind of like to have a conversation. So if you want to chit chat while we make your drink on a slower time, like, I mean, I personally am always down to talk and just catch up or get to know you if I don't know you. Um, Cause I just love building community and especially if there's not yeah. a bar at that, like a bar seating at that bar, yeah. like, because you know, mm-hmm. us as baristas, like we love connecting with customers, especially if there's a bar setting. So when there's not that, like that little amount of time that we get to interact with you is I think important, yeah. so, especially on a slow point. I hate not having a bar. Yep. And that kind of, le- so that leads to a question that I have. Cause I know only because I've known Trey Cal for you know, two years now as a barista and like, I know usually that I can talk to you, but like Tradex, like I don't know you as well. So like yesterday I was in the shop and there was a huge rush and I was like, well, obviously I'm not going to be that person that like tries to have a conversation with. It's funny. I saw your name in the queue and I thought, oh, Olivia's here. That's nice. But I didn't know you were here until I saw your name on the queue of drinks. Because I knew you were, I knew you'd be in the zone and I didn't want to. I was so in the zone Yeah, I wasn't about to mess (laughs) with that. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just wait and maybe I'll just wave hi to him. But like. When is, like, how can we tell? Do P are P are baristas going to be mm. upfront with me when they're like, "Hey, don't mm. want to chat right now." Hard to say. Depends barista barista. Yeah. Some are gonna some you're gonna tell like they're real focused and have like not really a worried expression, but more like I'm focused and like they might be kind of <laughs> short with you. Like they'll <laughs> yeah. not in a mean way, but in a like aggressive like because we're already communicating to each other behind the bar quickly. Like, mm. hey, I need this milk. I need this. Uh, what's this? You know. So sometimes in that setting, we might be short also with the customers. So like me, if I'm in the zone zone, I don't even give on eye contact to customers, which I think I want to be better at and not do that yeah. as much. But sometimes when I'm like really crushing it and like if we're really kind of stressing in the back, I can't really hold conversations well. But I personally like am able to have a conversation while working a good bar flow. Right. Some people are not. Some people really focus. So it's just different person to person. Yeah. To me, if I'm in the zone like yesterday... If you would have got your drink and then be like, hey, Trey, thanks for the drink. Good to see you. I would not have been like, oh, okay, see ya. I probably would have been like, oh, good to see you. See you later. But I definitely carry on a conversation. I probably can't because 
I'm very vocal to the other baristas behind the bar mm-hmm. because I love preparation of drinks. Like I'm calling out like you got a decaf or decaf's coming up and I'm pulling shots for the person on milk. I'm like, hey, we got two oat milks after this whole milk. Like I'm, I'm like talking, mm-hmm. but so I can't conversate. But like to me, if you just say like, hey, what's up, dude? I'll catch you tomorrow. Or like, hey, thanks for the drink. And I always I do what Trey says he doesn't because I had to learn how to do that because I was bad at it. But visualizing a customer when they pick it up and being like, hey, enjoy that drink. Hey, hope you have a good day. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. small like that. Yeah. Because I think that's important as a barista. And that took me forever to learn how to get used to. Because I just wanted to keep my head down mm-hmm. when I was in a rush and not look at a customer. Because I was like, just mm-hmm. get off of the bar. Get out of here. Yeah. If I'm doing good, <laughs> if I'm not stressing, I'm pretty good at the eye contact. But sometimes if there's just stuff going on behind the scenes that's just kind of hard, I will like be a little short and not look. Because... Um, varying reasons but it's kind of my retreat when i'm really in a stress situation Mm -hmm. but yeah so what do you guys think of this coffee sip the drip coffee sorry i have to do uh, my sip first hold on give me a second okay that's some good i'm pretty sure like half the people in this podcast probably hate this part (laughs) i love to sip the drip it's it's a little different from the ones you've had the past few weeks. Yeah, this is this is very different coffee. Mm. What do you think, Olivia? <laughs> yeah, Olivia. Okay, so here's the deal. We have a variety of drinkers here today, you know. So you have me, a barista, then we have a drip drinker, right, Lauren? Olivia is not a drip drinker. She nope. is a latte girl. She is se- quote unquote secret menu at Starbucks. <laughs> Secret menu at Starbucks is equivalent to going up to McDonald's, getting your cup, and then getting all of the different beverages and be like, secret. I put three different icy flavors in my icy secret. And then I'm at the hospital later. (laughs) So it's, it's, I'm like kind of swooshing it around in my mouth to get the different. Wow, so artisan. (laughs) To get the different notes. That's something you say. Notes. <laughs> notes. <laughs> to get the notes. To get the notes. Her teeth turn brown. And notes. She <laughs> Musical notes. Yeah, I'm a musician. I'm not a coffee artist. Lauren, what do you think of this trip? I don't have sophisticated words. <laughs> okay. You don't have to. I have like, I like it and I don't like it. Words. Do you like it? Uh, seven out of ten. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, all right. Are you gonna ask the usual? All right. Uh, what is the region? In your guess. I'm saying I can say with almost 100% knowledge that this is a Central American coffee. Okay. For sure. Okay. It's got that nice taste to it. Sure. I'm going to be so wrong and I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> I just, I want to try to be confident one of these times. I want to, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> Lauren? Oh, you don't know, do you? I don't know, but I want to like. No. I, I want to. You sounded so confident, so then I'm like, pick something else, just because. <laughs> well, to kind of help you out, since, of course, you guys... Give you, me options. So, <laughs> an easy way to do it is, which I guess, since you might not know how, this is a good time to kind of talk about this, but... So, to me, I taste... The main features of a coffee that I usually taste to have this kind of guess are the sweet factors and the non-sweet factors. Mm. So, there is coffees that are sweet, and there are coffees that are not sweet, so... Sweet in the form of graham, like kind of a graham sugary taste. The sweet mm-hmm. in the form of chocolatey and delicious. Sweet in the mm-hmm. form of fruity. Usually if something is pretty dang fruity flavored. I usually think of an African coffee, but of mm-hmm. course I've been wrong plenty of times and that's why it's more of a guessing game. This does not have fruitiness to it. Mm-hmm. This has way more of a chocolatey sweet mm-hmm. to it. So this makes me think it's a Central American because it's a little easier to brew, easier to get that flavor out of. So 
those are some wow. of the things that kind of come to my brain. It's now, so when it comes to, okay, <laughs> so wait, what's the what's the region? Um, <laughs> I want to get to the region, but I also want you to think about the process. Okay, the process tastes washed. Okay, it doesn't taste natural. It's kind of got an aftertaste of a natural, but it just does kind of have a washed feeling to it. Okay. Oh God, it's going to be so guys, natural. Do you guys know about you know, the difference between a washed and natural coffee? And a no. honey processed, which is no. my favorite. Tonight, Absolutely not. Trade tonight you? I was looking at the bags of coffee at the coffee shop and I was like, I don't know what any of these words mean. Hey, so. Trey, why don't you... Uh, <laughs> okay, so... You're, you're better at describing things than me personally, but... Well, um, so there... Uh, I, this part I'm not super good at, but I'll put it in a simple term. So there's a washed, a natural and a honey and these are called processes processes Mm -hmm. and so cool you know if you knew this a coffee is originally a cherry right boom Mm -hmm. it's a cherry they take out and on the pit that's the coffee that's the coffee bean so international i'm going to put it in a simple sense so in one of those things after they take like the cherry part off there are three processes left that are left and then they're dried a certain way for Mm -hmm. like a few weeks one of the common ones is to wash this bean to wash it fully, wash all that cherry, make sure there's nothing left on it. Gets the mucus of the cherry off of the yeah. seed. And then lets it sit and dry. Another one is natural process. This is where you don't wash it as much because it is washed technically, you know, at least mm-hmm. once because they got to clean it. But they don't like focus on washing it. So probably not not the mucus is left on there, but they're not going to intensify that washing process. Yeah. Which is called mm-hmm. more of a natural. And then a honey is where they leave some of that mucus on there in the drying process rather mm-hmm. than wash it so deeply because there's one wash period where yeah of course they got to run it through some washing system but then those three processes take over and now these Mm -hmm. can give off certain flavor profiles to me Mm -hmm. a natural gives off kind of a that's why i say the aftertaste kind of feels naturally yeah it's because uh it's gonna not feel so like man this is kind of hard to explain like when i sip a coffee when the flavor profile pops out into my face really hard like pretty and it stays there to the aftertaste mm-hmm. i usually think natural when the yeah. coffee flavor sits sits naturally and relaxes away very quickly usually to me it's a washed and then um a honey usually like explodes with more sweetness uh and you're not going to get like you would think fruity sweetness but it actually gets you with more of like that good raw sugar sweetness yeah mm-hmm. um like, so that's just me i know like last year i had a costa rican honey process from onyx and to me, I kind of got like a big like cherry Coca-Cola kind of tasting notes. Like, it was very like just way different. And then, you know, usually like a natural, like kind of what Trey was saying, it's got that like, it's got this like nice creamy body that kind of mm. like fills your tongue afterwards. Creamy too. is a way better put nice. it, way to put yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then the, a lot of baristas like prefer wash. That's kind of the more popular for espresso and things because it's, it's direct. It gives you the direct kind of like flavors that you're mm-hmm. looking for, those notes. Mm-hmm. And it gives you clarity. Yeah. Um, so people will joke about like natural coffees. It's like it's like putting ketchup with your steak. Like you're just kind of you know, it like there's, it's kind of like not very popular for some people. Like some people are very big purists. Like oh, it has to be washed. But coffee is great. Like yeah, coffee's great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hit us. Okay. So this is a coffee from Messenger Coffee, one of my faves out of Kansas City. And I actually had a coffee from this region last year, and I loved it. It was so it's good. It's gonna be South America. Um, so the process. So it's actually a mix of natural and washed. Oh, whoa! Yeah, the region is Thailand. What? Yeah. Wow. I don't know how to say the region in <laughs> Thailand, but the country's <laughs> Thailand. Um, tasting notes: dried, buried. Dark chocolate, yeah, nutmeg. Yeah, yeah. 
and for sure. I I think what I really enjoy about this is with that mix of the natural and the washed, you do get that creamy finish. You have that creamy yeah. natural aftertaste because it's the aftertaste. But there's still me. the clarity of the washed. Like it's really it's a really wow. unique cup. But yeah, all right. After hearing Sweet. that, Thailand Pretty totally dope. didn't see that. Yeah, coming. dope bagging too. If you want to check oh out some gosh. of the artwork, yeah, I love their mm. shop. Is I love that small yeah. logo, that French horn logo. Their shop logo. is one of the most beautiful shops I've been to. It's I really want to go back. Want to go back to Kansas City next. So but. after we explained those things, what did y'all think of those explanations as custies? Yeah, from a from that point non-barista of view, perspective. So Thailand, that was a weird one. That was a curveball. I did not expect because you usually. See I've been throwing of, you for a lot of curveballs. Which is good because it makes me smarter for the sure. The first week it was a Costa Rican, you thought it was African. Yeah. The next week it was a African, you thought it was Central American. This time, neither. It's Thailand. Well, what I do know now is that I'm going to impress the next barista. I oh, you're going to be a whiz. And say, well, what process? Yes. Does this mm-hmm. coffee go through? It's very important. I have never heard of that. Like, I have legit. Like a lot of my friends are baristas, right? And so I've spent a lot of time around people that know coffee, but I've never heard that explanation yeah. before. And so that was really interesting. The tasty notes kind of match up to yeah. what y'all tasted. The chocolatey, like the the nutmeg yeah. is yeah. kind of like that was the aftertaste. And this is definitely nutmeg. roasted a little bit more on the medium side. Yep. Like the last two weeks, we had really light coffees. How does the roasting affect the way it tastes? Like, I kind of know, but... I'm not a roaster, so I can't... Honestly, I'm not a genius. But I can say that most everything is kind of to a medium. Like, medium is such a broad spectrum of Mm. roast amount. Versus, like, after you hit a certain level of medium, it's dark, dark as dark as can get. And it's considered light until it hits that threshold of medium. So, medium is the probably the largest Mm. threshold, in my opinion. Of course, I'm not a roaster. Um, But, like, lighter roasted coffees... I think you'll get way more sweetness out of personally, especially mattering on the process. Um, so if it's a natural, you're going to get way more of whatever the sweeter profiles are. Mediums, of course, you'll get kind of like, that's kind of, you get more playroom with that to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then of course, darker roasts like decaf coffees, you're not going to get as much sweetness out of them because yeah. mm-hmm. that's kind of like, it's the aftermath of it. Mm. Um, but of course, again, I'm not a roasting genius yeah. by any means, but and that's kind of what I've known. And just quickly bouncing off of that, like different shops will have different explanations, sometimes even on their coffee bags. So like Onyx, usually they have, I think they call it modern and traditional. So traditional, they're kind of more referring to a chocolatey, darker, medium roast, where modern is more of a lighter uh, or light, medium roasted Mm. coffee. So those kind of tell you more of the flavors. Um, Mm. But yeah, I mean, so basically if you see a coffee that's usually got more chocolatey darker notes things like that uh caramel you know it's usually could be medium darker um usually not always but and sometimes with the lighter you're thinking more fruity if you see fruity notes it's usually probably a lighter coffee so coming up next we are going to ask y'all some questions from baristas So ask some of my Instagram followers, what is a question you've always wanted to ask a customer? A lot of the questions were very specific. Like I was literally (laughs) like, okay, this is a specific customer at your specific shop that you specifically (laughs) deal with that probably most customers would have no idea what I'm talking about, as in you guys. Um, And then like 90% of them asked, why are you the way you are? Mm. That's a very deep that, question. Yeah. That's <laughs> Olivia's like, let me go into detail. Well, let's talk let's about start that. from the beginning. 
But there were some good ones, so I'm going to kind of touch on just a few. And sorry if I didn't get to yours, if you're listening. There was just so many questions. Like, y'all were really passionate about it's this. It's funny because you sent me like four or five of them, and I was like, God, that's a good question. But a customer, I don't think, would understand that. But yeah. that is a really good question. <laughs> yeah. So Little Cappuccino says, why didn't you tip? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I was going to say because I was poor. Because <laughs> uh, I was poor or sometimes like, Sometimes I won't tip on a drip coffee. Wow. Sorry. All that work I put into turning around. <laughs> and pulling a handle. And pulling a handle. And switching it out. And making more. And if my drip is $3 or more, you know who you are, it's harder to get a tip out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. And Olivia you know tips. You, you usually tip. Now, I, now remember, this is a customer perspective, yeah. so you have to remember they don't have the background knowledge us baristas have. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. I, I honestly am trying. I, I tip every time. I don't think I don't tip. All right, one but, point to Olivia. No, <laughs> I know she's a All good right. person. We're all making a point system. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. Okay, Alex Zimmerman asked. What do you hope a cortado is? Because people who ask what it is never get one. <laughs> this so is so true. I know that it is espresso with like a sploosh of milk, but no, I want it to be no, a baby a sploosh, latte. A sploosh is a macchiato. That's a sploosh. Oh. Yeah. You said you want it to be a latte? I want it to be a baby latte. A yes. baby latte. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, in a way, it kind of is. is, yeah. Like, that's how I describe it to people. Like, when they're like, what's the difference between a cappuccino latte and oh, cortado? Cappuccino latte. Yeah. What? Like or flat white, and I'm just like, long story short, it's the varying amount of milk to espresso ratio. So technically, that's the it easy answer. Maybe yeah. latte, it's just the espresso doesn't change. Yeah. So there's a little bit you're I gonna taste get the coffee the pretty more. Pretty design on top, but in just a mini form. Sometimes not pretty all baristas design. can do it. Yeah, I was gonna say some baristas. <laughs> cortados are hard. They swirl it with a actually straw. served one. To, <laughs> funny, I actually served one to Alex Zimmerman's friend, and I totally botched the latte art, and they were all watching. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> okay. Um, Tyler asked, what keeps you coming back, coffee or staff? If oh. there was a big staff change, would you go too? Oh. This is a good question. That is a great question because in Lexington, oh, I have felt this on many levels mm-hmm. because um, we have a lot of great coffee shops in Lexington and I happen to have a lot of friends that work at many different ones. Mm-hmm. And I will say what keeps me coming back, since I'm not a coffee person, what keeps me coming back to the shop is my relationship with the baristas mm-hmm. or how comfortable and safe I feel in this space, which sounds weird. Yeah. But so like I'll go to Manchester cause I'm like, Oh, like my buddies are working there or I'll go to brevity and like, I'll cause I know like both of you guys will be working or my other friends who also work with you guys are going to be working there. So I really say it's a lot about relationship and not as much about the coffee quality for me. Lauren? For me, I feel like they go hand in hand because friends that I have and people I like in coffee, at least in Lexington, have kind of moved to coffee shops that generally have good coffee. Mm-hmm. I guess that, yeah, that's a good point. And atmosphere matters. Like if I yeah. can actually do my homework. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. Asia asked, why can't you read your name on the cup? Why do you grab the wrong drink? <laughs> why do you do this? Just get a drip. You never. <laughs> the lower <laughs> answer. answer to everything is just get drip. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, I, 
I pay attention. I feel like I've often had, again, this is, man, I'm just sounding so like the worst right now. But anyway, I just pick up the cup and go. I think some people just get nervous. Um, Olivia's like, they didn't spell Olivia the way is my name. Oh my gosh. I've had them spell horribly. Sam asked, why do you need it in a to-go cup, but for here? Yeah. What's up with that? Long story short, why do you guys, like, y'all don't need to say that. You know, just like, if you want to go cup, here's the go cup. Yeah, yeah, just say, uh, to go. Yeah. I don't care if I see you in the shop later and go, <laughs> you you lied. You, you didn't to go. You little. didn't go anywhere. <laughs> you did not go at all. <laughs> For me, I'm planning on a refill, but I don't want to be there long enough to drink both coffees. There you go. That's good. See, that's a drip. Like that. That's a drip drinker. Yeah, that's a drip drinker for sure. <laughs> all right. Last question, just because of time. Parker Milliken, who was on our show last Sunday asked what makes a barista great to a custy okay i have this one barista friend that we weren't friends beforehand but we became friends after i knew him as a barista and the reason why we became friends is he was he was so good at remembering my name Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. my and my order but more than that he was like hey like how are things going at the church you're working for how's things at this job like he remembered facts about my life even though i would come down like that barista rolls once every two weeks Yeah, yeah thomas he's out there um he's great and so that would be one of the things that i really appreciate i don't know nothing <laughs> if they give me my drip giving my drip, drip. quickly like, and there hot. are days where i get like social anxiety so i'm kind of like i don't want to talk to anyone that makes so much sense <laughs> of our interactions in the past because sometimes you just say. come up like we're pretty good friends we've known each other a while and you'll come up and be like hey how's it going and i'm just like <laughs> Hey Lauren. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. <laughs> okay. No so comment. have you guys heard of the Beaniagram? <laughs> no. We made no. it a few episodes, a few episodes ago. It's about the personality types of baristas, but it's in the same shape and design as Enneagram has no direct <sighs> correlation, blah, blah, blah. I was thinking today, I was like, I'm going to make, there should be a Custiagram. But then I realized custies are a little more in depth, and I need a little bit more going on there. So <laughs> they're, I decided they're in depth, but they're basic they're, almost. Yes, you're right. There's four basic things about them. Yeah. Four basic options. But well, it sounds a lot like you know. the Myers Briggs. Yeah, that yeah. sounds a lot like the Myers Briggs. <laughs> it's like the Myers Briggs. So what do we just, call this? This I is don't I don't know yet. This is just a preview because we're gonna go more in depth in a future episode on it. But we're we're creating a Myers Briggs for customers. Oh my gosh! You know that we are going to be trash for this. <laughs> we'll see. We're going to figure it out. There are four. Oh He's a piece of paper. Yeah. Like, oh my god! So like, just like the Myers Briggs, there's eight options, but like there's like four that you go through, and you're one or the other. So okay. all right. the four is coffee or decaf. Okay. So like not necessarily decaf coffee, although it can be, but it can also be like oh like I'd rather have tea or matcha, yeah, chai, chai. etc. Yeah, whatever. Hot chocolate, chocolate, and that's milk. either C or D. Steamer. Yeah. C, C or D. C Got or it. D. Then you have knowledge or ignorance. So do you know a lot about going to coffee shops? Are you confident? That's do you a know good anything? One. <laughs> or are you just kind of like the deer in the headlights when they walk in? Like, I don't know what the heck to order or what's going on here. So that's going to be K <laughs> or deer, I. Deer in headlights is a great way to put <laughs> a customer. It is, yes. Especially when those old people come in the coffee shop. They're like, what oh the heck's gosh. going on here? What's fancy just, coffee? I just want a normal cup give of coffee. Give me my full Just, just give me a bowl drip. <laughs> give me a bowl like Lauren, just give me a bowl drip. <laughs> <laughs> then we have nice or mean. Pretty Ooh. self-explanatory. It's going to be N or M. Okay, got it. 
the last one we have is talkative or not talkative Ooh. or quiet in this. Yeah. Or yeah, quiet actually. Yeah. Talkative or quiet. Kind of like the introvert, extrovert of the Myers Briggs. But that's going to be, of course, T or Q. So I have a huge chart laid out, but we don't have time to get into it. But there's four basic kind of like categories that overflow. You know, there's 16 personality types, so there's four in each category. Right. So we're just going to talk about those four categories real quickly and kind of touch on them. Got it. So the four quadrants. The first one is going to be good guy Greg. Good guy Greg. Yeah. At his best, he he knows what he's doing at a coffee shop. He's knowledgeable. He's nice. And he's talkative, he or she. They're, they're talkative. So good guy Greg. Like I knew I knew a good guy Greg. He used to come into Barista Social every day. And his name was actually Greg, so it's kind of funny. But he came in like first thing in the morning. He would get a flat white. And he'd always ask about the espresso and talk to us. And just was really nice. Wanted to know about our lives. Like such a great guy. So he's a C-K-N-T. Yeah, C-K-N-T. Got it. So then we have, this is going to be the more... Nice, but kind of ignorant. Doesn't really get coffee, but it's just really nice. Uh, this is going to be the patient Paul. Patient Paul. And these names are mostly based on real people, so it's kind of it kind of works perfectly. <laughs> we used to have this guy coming to Breeze Social as well. His name was Paul. He'd always get a white mocha, and eventually he just started trying everything on the on the list. He didn't really know about coffee or much about like you know. He's kind of those guys <laughs> just stumbles into specialty coffee, just like <laughs> finds it randomly, and just is like, I like this place. I'm gonna come here every day. <laughs> But, it's kind of cool. So he's a C-I-N-T. So he's, you know, just like good guy Greg, but he's a little more ignorant, a little less knowledgeable. All right. Mm-hmm. So the next one is going to be your cold brew Chad. Ugh, mm. We all know him. We're getting on the side of the <laughs> 16 personalities we like a little less. So the the cold brew Chad sits at the top right corner. He's going to be a C-K-M-T. So he's, he likes coffee. He knows some stuff about coffee. He's kind of rude. You kind of can't stand hearing him. The M can also be like an A for annoying. Like, he's just kind of annoying. And he's talkative. <laughs> so he's always asking you about the coffee. And he kind of thinks he knows everything. But he doesn't really know much at all. He's kind of like yeah, low-key, you know. Because he just gets cold brew. He's a try-hard barista, but not a barista, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. yeah, try-hard, but mm-hmm. custy. Yeah, he gets cold brew, or he'll get a pour-over in front of his friends. And be mm-hmm. like, yeah, or like, let me get the pour-over. Uh, what yeah. you got? Like, you know, what do you, you got on pour over? Got, and you don't even say anything yeah. about the pour over actually, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, that that one. Uh, which one? The last." You one. got the single origins here. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll be like, so. th- or like they're definitely usually biased in the pour over selection. Like they're definitely going for an African. Like they're just like, oh, blueberry. Yeah, I'll do that one. That's yeah. the one because they hear <laughs> chocolatey and they think that's too like normal. Yeah. And then the bottom right, the C I M T, wants their coffee or might want decaf. Ignorant about coffee, very mean, and talkative in a way that they want to talk to the manager because they're a total Karen. <laughs> the Karen sits uh, at the bottom right. Bottom and right. if it's a C-I-M-Q, in other words, a quiet Karen, she's not going to complain to the manager, but you better expect that one-star review on your Yelp page oh in gosh, a few Karen. hours. Because they're going to do this whole thing like... Or they're kind of like... They're not talkative, but they'll just say that one thing that's kind of sarcastic like, is this your largest size? <laughs> is this your large? Yes, it is, ma'am. Okay. Oh, and then ma'am. that's it. They or give, complain about the it. types of straws you have. Or <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's the hipster Karen. Yeah. yeah. Or the other way around. like, what do you have paper straws for? Oh, man. <laughs> right. I had, that's what I was envisioning. She's like, I hate these paper straws. Yeah. Give me my 
real fake straws. Give me my turtle killing straws, please. Oh my gosh. I had one that she picked up an iced latte and a little bit spilled out because she kind of just like grabbed it quickly and we don't serve lids right now because of COVID. And she was like, Shh. I was like, uh, <laughs> boop. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a one star review. But <laughs> so those are the four basic quadrants and personality types. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get more in depth in the future, but we're, we don't have enough time right now. But definitely be looking forward to that. So yeah, future episode, the Myers-Briggs. We'll have to give it a more creative yeah, name. Yeah, we'll figure that. it out. It's like the, the coffee digs kind of personality <laughs> test. Kind of an update on know. last episode, I talked about a guy that I was trying to get to walk through cold brew. Uh, and he's an ice smoker guy, and I'm trying to get him to cold brew. He brewed his first thing, and I had him send me his first reactions, and he sent me throw up emojis. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so I feel you. We've got we've got a long process ahead of us, but I'm in it for the long game. <laughs> yeah, Jr. If you're you, out there listening, <laughs> didn't you say he was pretty like he was like man, but I love doing it. Yeah, he yeah he like I love doing this though. It's kind of fun. It's like a little fun project to do, but I don't like to taste. And I told him he can add some creamers and not mm-hmm. sugar yet, but like sugared creamer first, and then we slowly take them off, and mm-hmm. then only use half and half, something creamy and delicious, and then try to get him to buy something Cobra. like a cinnamon dolce. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. Olivia, I got it. Thanks though. Yeah, we got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> she handled this. She gets Secret on and starts at analyzing Jr.'s life <laughs> stuff. So, well, I would actually prefer that you do this. He's gonna look at his Instagram and be like, "Why is this girl named Olivia commenting on oh my, <laughs> my process?" But guys, if y'all have thoughts on this too about this whole process of running somebody from ice mocha to black, you know, cold brew, we want to hear from you guys. Hit us up on the Instagram. Um, you know, hit us up with ideas. And if you want to hear something on this podcast talked about, please hit us up on on the Instagram. Also, you can email us at the Socialist Barista Podcast at Gmail. Is it have the at the beginning, Trey? Um, I think it's just Socialist Barista Podcast. Okay, just Socialist Barista podcast at gmail.com please email us you know hit us up on instagram we want to know what you guys want to talk about more on the show we want to talk about it we want to have more different guests uh olivia lauren thanks for coming on the show thanks for being our first custies yeah oh, you guys are great so very welcome thanks for having us this is the socialist barista podcast <laughs>